Welcome to A Search for Healing. This is Maggie. Thank you for joining me today. I'm so glad that you are here. It's been a little bit of a challenging week and so I missed Wednesday and I truly did miss Wednesday. I I wished I had been able to do it. So occasionally there's going to be a time when I can't but here I am and I I just wanted to remind everybody this is not medical advice of any kind. It's just my experience uh, with long COVID and ME-CFS. And I'm on Instagram at search for healing with the number four. And I'd love to hear from you. So today I'd like to talk about expectations because it's been the theme of my week. Uh, It's been the theme of many, many weeks in the last three years. Uh, starting with when I first discovered post-exertional malaise and I realized that my expectation was that I was going to take a walk and then I crashed and my body said, no, what the hell's going on? Uh, and that shifted when I reached a level of acceptance. It was at the time that I reached the, the point of acceptance in the grief cycle when I was like, okay, I have to embrace where I'm at in order to have any chance of progress. And in that effort, I started to learning about, learn about pacing and I started to learn, oh, I'm expecting to wash the dishes and take my kids to school and go grocery shopping and do all of these things and I can't even walk around the block and those expectations are hurting me and are not allowing me to pace and so I started having to look at those and that's you know I've gotten better and better at that over time and about nine months ago when I started really getting my two-way point where I knew I was I was truly healing and it wasn't just a dream and a and faith that I would I started having what I call an energy hemorrhage and for anyone who's not familiar with the term hemorrhaging it's a medical term where you have a leakage of blood that won't stop and and so it's it's life threatening. In my case, I had a leak of energy. I would, I would have this little burst of energy, and then this strange series of events because I couldn't stop it. I didn't know what was causing it, and I couldn't stop it. And my energy would I would just do all this stuff in in almost an outer body experience because I couldn't shut it down to the point where I was gasping for air. <laughs> I'd talk, 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 or I would just zing around the house doing still not even remotely a level of normal chores, but way more than what I'm able to do without crashing. And I would just zing all over the place. And then it was a guaranteed crash every single time over and over and over again. And I was like, what the hell is happening? 
And I had to look at expectations again. In the end, it took me quite a while to start figuring this out. And it was someone else kind of chiming into the situation and said, do you think your mom's triggering this? And that helped me see that her mantra of expectations from when I was a kid was saying, basically telling me, well, you have some energy, get on with it. You've wasted all this time. Get to work and get some stuff done. And so my brain would just click into that autopilot and go until I crashed. And so once I was able to start dissecting that, I was able to get better at pacing through those energy bursts. So I wouldn't latch into autopilot. I would just say, oh, I'm super grateful for having this energy burst. But my expectation today is whatever was within a normal pacing wheelhouse or in a normal attempt at bouncing my boundaries. And it wasn't in this this mantra that I had stuck in my head for for my entire life. And I, so, <laughs> bringing me to today, I, I've just cracked that piece of the code probably a month ago. And so that has led me to a whole world of recognizing other very ingrained mantras that I have in my head that are my words stealing my energy because work and friends social code I wouldn't even say friends but our work code of ethics our social code of ethics our family code of ethics our religious if we have religious or spiritual code of ethics we have all these unspoken codes that have been ingrained in us from our family, work, culture, that don't take into account a limited source of energy. But they're so, so much a part of who we are, we don't even know that they're playing a role in our managing energy. And I'm saying we and our and... I'm guessing that this is true for other people. I should be saying me and I. This is my this is my experience. Um, so some food for thought. It though they have definitely been a part of all of this to a large extent, and definitely not the cause of this illness, but definitely expectations have played a huge role in challenging me to implement the tools that I have learned to cope with this illness, such as pacing. And I I realized this week, because I'm experiencing it this week, that every single time that I 
let myself go into embracing the word normal, I click into those cultural norms automatically and my expectations fly. And so I'm actually taking the month of May. I've been preparing with this for a couple of weeks. Um, I'm taking the month of May to strip back down to the bare basics of what I need to do and put a lot of time and effort into reinforcing these new ways of looking at the world and I'm even changing how I define words and what vocabulary I'm using. It's like I'm learning a new language so that I can integrate my new reality into a functional life, if that makes any sense. So I think I'll talk about that a bit more in the next episode. I wish you healing, hope, and love. Things will get better. And if you are having a better day, please celebrate. And if you're having a rough day, just know that things can get better. Take care.